Hey, Eric. Yeah, Ben. Pretty excited. What are you excited about? I'm excited because we have a sponsor for this podcast. No way. Someone's sponsoring this? Yes, sir. Absolutely. Homefieldapparel.com. What do they do at homefieldapparel.com? They go through your schools. In this case, Iowa's history. Plucks out retro designs, some of the coolest historical prints, and brings them back, makes them available. You can get really, really, really cool retro Iowa gear that you thought was lost to history. It's not. It's alive and well on homefieldapparel.com. Wait, you're telling me I can get vintage T-shirts and sweatshirts on homefieldapparel.com? Oh, yeah. All kinds of tees, sweatshirts, hoodies on homefieldapparel.com. I went with, uh, so a lot of Iowa fans will know about the gold script jerseys. They describe themselves. I don't, nothing else needs to be said. I went with the uh, Beware of the Swarm Iowa football tee is what that's called. It's a black tee. It's got Herky looking like he was playing with Niall Kinnick catching the football. Uh, Beware of the Swarm. Maybe you're a fan of the 1980s. You love the uh, you know, field goal to beat Michigan, 1985. Uh, and there's the vintage fight for Iowa 1980s Herky tee. So white. With I don't know how to describe him. He looks like Yankee Doodle Dandy a little bit with an Iowa banner, and he's got a you know 80s boombox with him, ready to tailgate. Oh, or maybe you just want to go with the the solid American East Farmer sweatshirt. You got lots of great choices, Eric. Your family, you got a lot of Hawkeye fans in the family. Yeah, my, my wife's family in Iowa City. What should I get them from HomeFieldApparel.com? Well, do they just like the the standard Tiger Hawk? Or they do. do they, want something? they wear that, but is there you know anything kind of special so they don't so they stand out in Iowa City? You know, I'm also a pretty big fan of the, I call it the Talon Hawks. It's probably got a better name than that, but it's uh, it's totally herky, but just as a hawk, an actual hawk, swooping down, getting ready to probably grab like a gopher and, and eat it for supper. Um, that's a really, really cool sweatshirt. Um, or any of the, you know, you get a lot of retro herky especially, and I'm a big fan of, of herky through the years, different choices. So, yeah, pick something out for your, your wife, Eric, on the website. And other schools are available. But because of the association with GoIowaAwesome.com, you can use promo code GoIowaAwesome for 15% off your order. That's it. I'm going to HomeFieldApparel.com. I'm ordering mine right now. The governors uh, got together and said, look, let, let's play for a hog. Let's play for a pig. Ben and Eric gather out their laptops. One's a gopher, one's a hog Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Pod of Rosedale, a bronze pig full of hot takes. I'm Ben, along with uh, Hawkeye Ben with uh, Gopher Eric. Eric, you uh, feeling good? Yeah. Feeling large? Could, couldn't have went better for my team. Uh, I feel like we should play the funeral march music for for you. I, how are you feeling? Uh, I mean, at this point, I, I mean, I'm starting to let go of this being a meaningful Iowa season. I think uh, a bowl game is kind of like a coin flip like it's not not going to happen when we had john steppy on i remember asking him if he thought there was a possibility this could be like a disaster of a season and you both were like oh, I, don't, I don't see that happening I, uh, the, I, it's in well, the cards well, very much because the offense is so catastrophically bad nobody predicted uh, this offense i mean uh, we'll go into the numbers in a minute but i mean it's it's iffy i mean they could win six games that's not out of the question there's some bad teams in the big 10 west um, you know, there's a chance they get to six wins. Uh, it, you know, you said you placed a bet on Iowa seven and a half, the under. You got to be feeling really good about that bet. I would be too. I mean, Iowa's got one loss in the bank, and they've got Ohio State, Michigan, Wisconsin, Penn, or Wisconsin, Purdue, and Minnesota on the docket. 
and plus a bunch of other teams that I was not going to be able to blow out or decisively beat because of their offense. So you got to feel good about that bet. How much did you put down on the under? I can't remember. Ten like bucks. More or less than a hundred? Oh, less than no, hundred. Okay. Yeah. You did. Okay, just so small amount enough to buy you a, a twelve pack of Summit or something. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. A, I'm not a big big money better. Although I, I should I? I'm, I'm doing pretty well so far. Should put some big money on it. We'll see. Um, but yeah, I mean, we're gonna we're gonna expand the podcast a little bit. We're not just gonna talk about Iowa and Minnesota, but we'll cover them a little bit. Uh, I don't want this to be the Ben complains about Iowa podcast. I, I want to hear a little boring. of it though. I think people. I, I, well, I don't care what people want. I want to hear some of the moaning and bitching about this well, team. Well, the, the moaning and bitching is gonna be about Kirk primarily. I mean, this is absurd. Um, well, first, let's start with some of the numbers, right? So this this will be a little, a little fun. So right now, uh, the Iowa Hawkeyes are averaging 158 yards a game through two games. That makes them dead last in all of college football. We're not even talking advanced stats. These are just plain old run-of-the-mill bread and butter Eric Lawson stats, stats. stats. Yep. Kind of stats that really resonate with you. Okay, so who do you think is the second worst? So I was 132nd. Who do you think 131st is? I would have no clue. Well, so that Nebraska? New Mexico, <laughs> no, that New Mexico State team. This is your this is offense. So Nebraska's offense is really good. Their defense is terrible. So this is just about offensive production. Oh, offensive uh, numbers. Well, so the teams Iowa, that have played the Gophers, like put them on there because they, they well, basically shut out so all New the Mexico teams State they played. Had, so New Mexico State, they had we, we talked about this a lot. Ninety yards of offense in their Week One match against the Gophers, right? Ninety. They're number you two. don't give the Gophers credit for that, we'll, though. We'll, no, we'll we'll talk about your Gophers. Just be patient. Settle down. I know you want to talk up your Gophers. No, we'll no. I, you just you keep shitting on them, and, and it's a bad schedule. These are bad teams. And now you're talking about one of the teams they played have one of the worst offenses. Well, that's because they got shut out. by. They played two games, and one of the games they got shut out. I, I understand. So, you're, you're again, again, uh, the Gophers did play two bad teams. I also think the Gophers are the most complete team in the Big Ten West, so we can just settle down. We can chill out it's okay i'm not coming after the gophers overall just because they played two really bad teams it's fine i still think they're very good football team so just relax my whole point though eric new mexico state they only had 90 yards against your gophers first first week uh they're now 131st in yards per per game but they're at like 230 yards an average they're like that's like 70 yards better yeah, than the Iowa. second game they had a lot more yards yeah correct correct but that is, I'm, I'm saying that I mean, if you want to use that to talk about how good your Gophers are, that's fine. But I think you're missing the point. Like that, that that's how bad it is that a team that had 90 yards in one game uh, was able to get enough yards to be 70 yards better on average than Iowa through two games offensively. Um, it, it's it's bleak. No, I mean this is this is. I said this. What's Petrus's total passing yards in two games? He had 92 against Iowa State. Uh, that's a, I would say I don't know the exact. He just like I think he had 100. And, 109 against South Dakota State, so we can round. Basically, he's had 220 yards approximately through two games. Yeah, 109. You're right. Yep. Um, yeah. so 3.3 or 3.4 QBR, depending on how you round it out. I think worst quarterback in college football in terms of numbers. Um, but but let's talk about Iowa's offense as a whole. So two, this, two this picks, is, no touchdowns. I suggested this last week. And it's becoming more and more confirmed. This might be the worst Power Five or even the worst college football offense of the 21st century. That's really not hyperbole. That's not some insane hot take. Uh, I mean, so somebody pulled some numbers on Twitter. These I could be spreading misinformation. Entirely possible, but uh, it certainly seems plausible, and I don't think it's out of the question. So uh, points per game, the 
current 21st century uh, mark that's the the bottom is 9.6 points a game and that's Florida International in 2006. Right now I was at 7. That whole, seven that's a whole a season though, right? Yes. So I, I Iowa can really perk it up. I mean, problem is they get Nevada and then a bunch of teams that are going to have good defenses. They scored 10 defense. points in two games. The offense has scored s- 7. Sure. Well, that's a problem with uh, even the way points are calculated. Yeah. Just, uh, you know, it doesn't it doesn't care whether it's a safety or a pick six or whatever. But yes. So even in counting for the fact it's even worse. Yes. If you want to take out those defensive scores, great. It makes the numbers even worse. So I was averaging with some generous accounting seven points a game. Uh, 2002 Rutgers, that offense averaged 3.1 yards a play. That's the current bottom. I was at 2.8 yards a play. And that same 2002 Rutgers team. Uh, they averaged 214 yards a game. That was the bottom. I was averaging 158. So right now I was good 50 yards worse per game on average than the current 21st century rock bottom. And again, I'm ignoring when football was very different 100 years ago or whatever. I don't care. When we were in this sort of modern era, uh, it's bad. Uh, here's what's going to happen. We'll, we'll, we're going to preview next week in a little bit, but I was going to have a small bit of offensive success against a really bad Nevada team. Uh, I also, I'm going to dock Iowa's offense against Nevada. Nevada beat New Mexico state, but they're terrible. They gave up like 55 points to incarnate word. You know, some one double a school. Nevada's bad. Iowa will get a cut. You know, Petrus might actually throw a touchdown, but that's, that's my hot take. I think Spencer Petrus is going to throw a touchdown pass on Saturday. How about that for a bold, spicy, hot take. Uh, and we're going to hear how improved things are, well, how they're making good strides. Is he the quarterback? He is. Kirk's already said this. So this is the the biggest bitching and money you, you will get. We can get there is is Kirk, um, and his utter stupidity, um, obnoxiousness, stubbornness, unwillingness to acknowledge that he's wrong. Um, Kirk's obnoxiousness is, is so frustrating that I, I'm even pitying Brian a tiny bit. I Just asked the, the question last bit. week: Is it if they go in halftime and they're down, and Petrus looks terrible, do they take him on? That happened. I mean, they you know. I, he was terrible. Yeah, he, he was had terrible like in half forty yards and, and an interception. Back, yeah, they brought him back out. Uh, so, Hawkeye Twitter was all predicting the sports guys were like, they, "I can't." Everybody's like, "Can't imagine." Petrus goes back out there. Everybody's saying that we're all shocked, and he comes right back out, and he stays terrible. Um, and he said Tuesday, "It's it's going to be Petrus, and he's going to look better because he's playing a shit team." Again, I'm going to dock Iowa. I'm not just picking. What if he goofers. doesn't though? What if he's still? I mean, they played South Dakota State. What if he's still bad? What if he doesn't have a good performance? Is, then did, I, I, does I it hope Padilla plays. Uh, no, I don't think it does. Ultimately, uh, Kirk is doubling, tripling down. It's the most contentious I've seen like reporters be with him and calling out the numbers. As Kirk said, oh, well, we're, we're judging Spencer Petras on his body of work. And the reporter's like, body of work? Here's the point totals from the last nine games. And Kirk was like, well, did you count the bowl games? Like, yeah, I said 17. That was what I had, the 17 points in the bowl game. Uh, that's the body of work he he's thrown. So since that really sexy Penn state touchdown pass at the end of, end of that Penn state game, which is know, like almost a year ago at this correct. point. Oh yeah. No, it's, it's several games. He's thrown one touchdown pass to nine interceptions. That's um, awful. That's just got awful. Kirk says he cares about ball security, but it's objectively, you just can't say that with Petrus, you care about ball security. He misses horribly. He had a throw early on against Iowa state threw it to the number two tight end, Luke Lachey. It was just like a stupid little in curl, one of the many dumb routes that Iowa runs uh, that are, you know, it's not going to pick up a first down. It's not going to go for extra yards. 
he shoots it way wide behind the guy who's got double covered. Now the tight end makes some heroic, puts his arm back, one-handed catch, crawls it to him. Like if he doesn't make that ridiculous play, that's a pick. And instead they got a four yard completion based off of a miraculous catch by the backup tight end. Um, it's bleak, but no, there's no logical reason why since Petrus is not, he's not a division one quarterback. He just simply cannot play the position. It is not, I, I don't dislike him. Eric, I like you immensely. I don't think you can probably play quarterback at the Division One level in college football. I think you'd be really terrible. No, I would be bad and at it. And I would say, as much as I like Eric, I don't want him to be quarterback. He doesn't have the skill Although, set to do this. I think I could do what Petrus does. Almost anybody. Seriously, if you just took a knee, you're not that much worse. A 3.3, I, I can get a zero QBR. So it, it just anybody could get a zero QBR. It'd be very easy to do. It's it's not it doesn't matter how bad you are you can get a zero QB. But you know I can run back and throw a couple screen passes. You know I could do that. Well, you might be able to you might be able to hit screen passes better than Petrus. Um, this is I mean it's it's crazy. So I mean I'm giving up any hope of the Big Ten West title. That's gone. That's not happening. I mean we weren't was I didn't really think it was going to happen anyway. But whatever glimmer of hope that's gone. Um, maybe they make a bowl game. Maybe they don't. But this one I'm just watching is I were going to set a 21st century record for futility on the offensive end and. Um, no, Kirk. I mean, Kirk's very explicit. It's going to be Petrus. Um, I don't know how bad he has to play. I mean, Do you think that was a fumble at the goal line? It was. was a, it was a 50-50 call. Okay. If if they called it a touchdown, just like with yeah. your the tight end play that the Gophers had last year against Iowa, if it had been called the, call the other way, the field, yeah, if they called it a touchdown, and before he, if he broke the goal line before the t- the fumble, then it would have been. Uh, they wouldn't have changed it. It was just one of those like that. Those was a backbreaker. It was a backbreaker. Well, sure, obviously, if Iowa gets the touchdown, the game's different, but. We're all looking at this offense, and at, at some point I stopped caring. Like the process is so miserable and unfun that, the, like even when Iowa wins, it's exhausting. It's not really fun, right? It's not entertainment. You talk about how it's just a game; it's entertainment. It's not entertaining. Well, it's it, tedious. It's it's honestly the worst. Watching them play is torture. It's just it's literal torture. It, it's miserable when they win, and it's even worse when they lose. It's just like what it's, I mean. It's grinding everything to the to the lowest value. In the, like making it just a, a dirty, dirty slugfest, hoping that the ball squeezes through and that guy doesn't fumble and you get a touchdown, and that's how you win games. It's it's brutal. It's br- a brutal form of football. And, and it, it would be brutal anyway, but if they put Padilla in, even if Padilla is bad, bad would be a massive improvement for where we're at with Petrus. I mean, we're so far below bad. Bad is like 10,000 miles above where Petrus is at. I mean, it's it, it is... So clear that you can't. Is play the, the fan base in the same like? Is everybody? Fa- I know they're booing, right? There's a tremendous amount this of. This is booze. the most. Ferentz hears that, right? Oh, like, everybody does. They talk about it after the other players are like, "I don't think you should boo." They're, they're he's a brother and son. I mean, it's like okay. Uh, and then there's so booing. what's this? What's the cameo controversy? Are you following oh. that? Oh, of course, yeah. Um, oh yeah, you you can. Uh, great article uh, by Adam Jacoby on GoIowaAwesome.com. Um, yeah, so somebody, I, I, I don't know if people know. I mean, I don't want to be redundant, but if you know, don't know what cameos. If you're a celebrity, you can get online. People can pay you a certain amount of money. It depends on how famous you are or whatever, how much you want to charge, and they'll give you a little like a personal message that they'll film and send to you. Like, great job, Eric. You're doing a great job on the pot of Rosedale. Sure. This is Kirk Cousins talking about how great you are. I can have Sam Jackson just, call me a motherfucker or something like that. Sure, whatever. Yeah. Um, so they got. Bob Stoops, um, and obviously people aren't saying Brian Ferris said, hey, my buddy Brian is going through whatever, and they got him to say, Brian, it's okay. 
Sometimes, you know, you got to get out of the family business. Sometimes you got to go back to New England. And so they got him to say um, all this stuff about how Brian shouldn't, you know, should leave and, you know, get out of town indirectly to Bob Stutes. And also well, McCaffrey, McCaffrey, too. Yeah, McCaffrey did one, too, uh, right? And uh, he's like, the Hawkeyes love you. We love you. And I found out that I didn't know that Fran was on Cameo, but all the money goes to charity. So that's pretty cool. Uh, cancer research. So, so props to Fran McCaffrey for doing that. That's a, a nice way to use a celebrity. Um, and he, Fran McCaffrey, as soon as he found out, I was like, I have nothing but respect. I was, you know, basically conned into this. Nobody's mad at him. But it was like, what else can you do? You can't do anything else. I mean, there's, there's, we're, we've transcended logic. Eric, you and I have gotten in fights, arguments, where I find the inability for you to accept, like, what seemed to be incontrovertible facts and just to button down in your position infuriating. But this is, like, a billion times worse. This is so insane where we're at with Kirk. Um, I mean, he clearly resents anybody telling him what to do. And I, again, I, I feel a smidge bad for Brian because I think Brian Ferentz probably wants to go with Padilla, but Kirk, for whatever but, insane reason, what is, is insisting on... What is the film session like? Like, they, they're in the quarterback's room. you got the uh, offense coordinator and the quarterback's coach. He's the same guy, right? They're both Brian Ferentz. And they're watching game film. I mean, and they they watch him with these terrible passes. Does someone not lean over and be like, what were you thinking? Like, what is – is there something wrong with your brain that you can't make this simple play or did you not know what route he was running? And he, same thing when they the watch the game film and the defense is there. Why are they not are, – are they not losing their minds? Is Riley Moss not just like, what, what the hell is wrong with you guys? Like, we're out here busting our ass like – the, like you said, the, one of the best defenses maybe in all of college football. And on the other end, they're they're the worst offense in college football. How are they not just screaming at them? Like, just punt the ball. Don't even, you know, like, don't even try. Like, what's the point of this? I, I, I can't believe they're not in, not furious about the they, way this is turning They might be. Uh, they, they all say the right things in public, but it's possible they're super pissed off behind the scenes. I don't know. Um, they, they'll say, oh, it's a team sport. We could have played better. We, you missed some tackles. If we held them to zero points, we would have won. So, you know, it's not on us, which is asinine, but whatever. And it's not like – I don't think Kirk tolerates a lot of dissent, so I don't think you get to go up to Kirk and express your opinions. I don't think you get to go and be really honest. Because it's all just an iron fist. He rules it all. and He clearly does. You can't. I think, I think the I – I bet almost all the support staff, everybody below him thinks – I bet Phil Parker, the defensive coordinator, think he's probably said, you got to get – him out of there i bet I, nobody's ever gonna admit it we're never gonna know for sure but i'm sure most of everybody but kirk is like he can't he can't play this isn't fair he he's gotten worse every year he's somehow worse than last year last year was bad but now we're in abysmal territory it couldn't be worse like you wouldn't think it's possible. No, we, we've to, reached bottom out. Yeah. Like, there's no way the backups are worse. You can't talk worse. about the, the dead cat bounce from last year. The, the cat, the gas has been run over again. I this was is wrong. a dead ass cat. I was wrong. No, there wasn't a dead cat bounce. I know this is where I was shocked. I was like, they, I thought they, I thought they bottomed out last year. I was way wrong. Wow, that it could get a lot worse. And no, there's no way that Padilla will be would be worse, or the third string quarterback would be worse. I mean, or like or or. Is it would would it be just this bad because the offensive scheme is that stupid and Brian Ferentz is that sucks. bad at calling plays that would doesn't matter who the quarterback is that it's not it's it wouldn't matter if it's Padilla at all 
Uh, it, it would matter. I mean, it's not going to make the, they're not going to go from this bad to anywhere near even below average. Below average isn't attainable for this unit. They're not even going to make it to below average. That's too much that they can't improve enough to get there. Um, uh, Petrus is just flat out missing wide open dudes all the time. Even as bad as Iowa's schemes are, as horrible as the offensive line is at blocking, uh, as unimaginative, boring, but trite, say he makes predictable. Those, he makes those plays. What do you score? Maybe another extra touchdown or something like that? You get maybe 50 extra what yards? What's the difference between beating Iowa State last yeah, week? I suppose. That you I needed suppose. three more points. That's all you but needed, with Petrus, yeah. it feels in, impossible. As soon as Iowa State scored in the fourth quarter, it's like, Iowa might get the ball twice, but it's not going to matter. It's just hopeless. I, I have no confidence that he can drive into field goal range. There's just no well, reason to think. And an obvious passing situation that... I, I thought I was going to enjoy this more. Now it's just kind of bumming me out. <laughs> no, I it's I, I want what I want is Gary Barter to come in, fire Brian, and hire the new offensive coordinator and not let Kirk have any input. That's what I want. Get Kirk, some external guy that, yeah. The, the expression is the fish rots from the head down. Uh, Brian shouldn't be the offensive coordinator. I promise I don't want him in the role, Eric. I'm not defending him. But Kirk is a much bigger problem than Brian. I, you just need to have somebody who... He should have just no input. It's like he's just trashing his own legacy at the end here. People talk about this being like the end of the Hayden Fry era. I don't really remember it that well. I mean, I was alive for it, but I didn't really get it. I didn't remember Hayden's heyday. Um, but it just it feels like a guy who can't change, who won't admit he's wrong, won't admit that college football has changed, and you do need to have a more dynamic offense than what I was doing to be able to win consistently. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, I, it's not fun, but I'm at this point, it's like, hey, all right. Well, uh, it, I think then you got to hope for losing, right? Because he's always been able to rely on the fact that he has winning seasons, you know, ten win seasons. Like you can you can criticize his style, but the wins speak for themselves. And it, the only way to for there to be a change would be that for them to keep losing. So you almost they'd have, have to, to lose across like three th- seasons before that becomes on the table. If they lose the out this season, Get, I don't they, think you know one the depths. win Iowa team. I don't think you know how craven and feckless Gary Barta is, Iowa's athletic director. Yeah, but Iowa I know how, could lose how to, fanatic Iowa fans are. If they lose it'll out, only I, really matter if, it. If, it'll only matter if boosters start saying, I want Kirk out. They would if they, if they lose eight they straight games. They tolerated a lot of loot. I mean, there, there's been multiple times where, like, so 2012, Iowa went, I think, four and eight. There's grumblings, but he didn't get fired when Iowa went 4-8 in 2012 after a pretty mediocre 2011 season. Um, he's had his bad seasons. 2007 was terrible. I, I don't think anybody's going to call for him, especially with like, okay, you have the best recruit Iowa's ever gotten coming in next year and all this talent on the defensive side of the ball. And hey, they've been winning their rivalry games. And hey, one bad year is one bad year. I, I don't think, I honestly don't think if they lose to Nevada and go 1-11, he'd get fired. Maybe if he went one and eleven two years in a row, maybe. Wow. But I also don't think Iowa's going to do that bad. I mean, to me, I, I I'd be shocked if they're worse than four and eight. Not that I'm proud of four and eight, but that's that's to me the floor. And then if things go really well for them, they could be seven and five. I think six and six is more likely. Because don't you think Ferentz six six. starts thinking, hey, if I just retire, then I could name Brian as the head coach. But the problem is, it'd be that he's not going to be able to do. Because Brian has looked so terrible, he's made Brian unemployable. Well, I don't know. I don't want to say. I could be wrong. Again, Gary Barda is craven, and and who knows? But uh, 
it'd be really tough to sell Brian, who's going to be leading the helm of potentially the worst offense in the 21st century in college football history. Like there's no, you can't pick any team post 2000 and find a worse offense than the one he's running now. And he's never been better than like 86 in like 2020. That was the best he's ever done. I, I, it's a really tough sell to name him as the head coach. Uh, I think it'd be really hard to do. I think the boosters would have a problem with it. Um, okay. So no, no reason to hope. You don't think, I mean, that you think they're going to win next weekend against Nevada? Oh, yeah, you no, call? Eric, this is what I, this is, I, I guess I'm definitely calling a win for Iowa over Nevada because okay. again, Nevada is that bad. I, yeah, yeah, the Gophers have the number two one offense. One. Then you're two and one. I, the problem is they don't get to play Nevada every week. They don't get to play even close to Nevada. Every, every team they play, aside from Nebraska, who Nebraska also has one of the worst defenses in college football, aside from those two teams, every team they play is going to have at least a decent to average defense, and if not out and out great, elite, a, one of the best, right? Michigan's going to annihilate Iowa's offense. Ohio State's going to annihilate Iowa's offense. Minnesota and Wisconsin are going to annihilate Iowa's offense. Um, and Iowa's going to struggle against Illinois and Northwestern and probably Purdue as well. I, it's just, it's not going to be good. Um, so it gets worse. My point is that we're going to get a bunch of smoke is going to be blown up. Hey, oh my gosh, Iowa scored 27 points, two touchdown drives, really good work. We're seeing a lot of good strives. And the shit I'm giving the Gophers, I'm going to give Iowa even more. The Nevada is terrible. They are an awful team that's not going to make a bowl game. They're a Mountain West team that's a bad Mountain West team. So Iowa will have a little bit of pro. Iowa might break 300 yards on Saturday. Can you imagine that? 300 yards of total offense? Scary. Um, that might happen. Oh my goodness. And we'll hear how great it is, and it'll justify. Do you think it will happen? Are you you're calling that? You think a, a offensive explosion of Oh, 300 points. yards. Yes, that, that's where we're at. I think Iowa breaks 300 yards. Spencer P. just throws a touchdown pass. And I'm going you know, to go crazy and say he doesn't throw a pick. This is his Whoa. first pick-free game in a long time. That's that's how crazy I'm going to get. Um, okay. But anyway, that's Iowa. Uh, it's I mean, here's where we are. I didn't want this, but that's where we are. Your Gophers, meanwhile, best defense in the country and best offense in the country. <laughs> According to the stats, stats don't lie. What about the advanced stats? What do those say? Um, oh, I can pull those up. Yeah, so the, the the Gophers played on Saturday, and they had a pretty good game. Uh, yeah, I mean, 60, I watched for a while. And then 62 to 10 was the final score. Uh, Tanner Morgan threw, you know, a touchdown, 280 yards. Pretty good game. Yeah. 14 for 18. The offensive line looks great. The running backs look great. I mean, there's not a whole lot to say. You're right. Western Illinois, Leathernecks, are they a bad team? They've played two they bad were, teams. Uh, they were like a two-win FCS team. Yeah. So they're not well, even just – it's not that they're FCS. They're a bad one. But it's Iowa fine. played an FCS team in week one and barely – They're a good Iowa FCS team, and okay. Iowa sucks. Whatever. So if you're comparing yourself to Iowa, you're not doing your team any favors um, at all. But um, – but no, yeah. the Gophers seven they, touchdowns they scored, let up ten points. Uh, yeah, I mean it was just a, it was a performance you want. I I don't know what else to say about it. Uh, yeah, I mean, Tanner Morgan still there still looks a little shaky. He's not not a great quarterback, but uh, maybe he'll be enough for this team with their defense and their running. I running think game. so. I think so because I think 
of all the teams in the Big Ten West, I'm going to spare a comparison to the powerhouse in the Big Ten East. I think the Gophers are the most complete team um, in the Big Ten West. If they have a flaw, it's Tanner Morgan. I, you know, I think it's possible he costs the Gophers a couple of games, you know, you know, three at the worst. Yeah, well, um, you, you mentioned the Big Ten West. Uh, not only did Iowa lose, but Wisconsin lost. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, there's not a undefeated team except for the Gophers in the Big Ten West at this point. That's true. Well, so we'll see how the Wisconsin Badgers do against New Mexico State. New Mexico State's 0-3 currently, uh, and they're they're going to Madison. Um, I think it'll be a blowout. But Wisconsin can't pass. They have any. They definitely have a worse quarterback than Tanner Morgan. Graham Mertz is just no good. So that's the big fatal flaw for the Badgers. They just cannot throw um, at all effectively. Um, Nebraska has just fired their coach has one of the worst defenses in college. I mean, their, their defense is very, as terrible as Iowa's offense is yeah, lost Nebraska's to Georgia Southern is about equally bad. Again, Georgia Southern had 630 yards of offense in Lincoln. That's an insane amount of yards to give up to, I, you know, I probably a good team, but I not a bit that good. Uh, that's their kind of, obviously Iowa's offense is so abysmal. Um, Minnesota, at worst, is going to have a very good offense. I mean, that's the that's the floor for Minnesota's offense. Um, Purdue, I, I don't think we know how good their defense is, but I'm guessing their defense is probably not particularly good. I mean, they smoked some really bad team. They can definitely move the ball. They have a very explosive offense. Um, Charlie Jones, right? I mean, he's already got almost as many yards as the whole Iowa offense does. He's Charlie, we didn't need best. him, Jones. I don't, I don't know who said we didn't need him. I... I I was bummed when he left. Um, you might have heard me say that about Tyrone Tracy, but Charlie Jones was a, a bummer of a loss. Even from a yeah, return 100, standpoint. 130 yards and three touchdowns he had on Saturday. And he's got five total touchdowns for the year through two games. So Purdue's going to be able to score. Um, and uh, Purdue got rocked a bit by Penn State. I don't know how good Penn State is. Uh, it might be that you know, Penn State has a really dynamic offense, or maybe Purdue has a bad defense or some mixture of the two. But I, I, I worry about Purdue's defense. I mean, they lost George Karloftis, so I think that's their fatal flaw. Northwestern doesn't seem to be particularly good at anything. No, they, they, they lost kind as of, well. Yeah. Yeah, they, they, yeah, they lost to Duke. They just seem kind of like below average, equally below average at everything. Like they don't do anything as bad as Iowa does, and they don't do anything as good as Iowa does on defense. Um, and Illinois, same boat. I, I think they're just pretty below average. Illinois the is the team that scares me on the, on the Gopher schedule. Oh, Not only because they lost to them last year, but uh, I, I think they're a sneaky little sort of gritty team. I think, honestly, I think they're, they're better than Iowa at what I was trying to do. I, everybody's so. better at Iowa. What I was trying to do because Iowa's offense is so bad that they can't control. They can't control time of well, possession. Well, they can't even run the ball either. You know, we didn't talk about that, but like, no, no the running game um, is not, what did they have? Thirty yard, forty, forty, uh, fifty-eight yards total rushing. Yeah, they're averaging something like one point two yards. I don't know the exact number. It's, it's between one and one and a half yards a carry. No, they they can't run. The offensive line is terrible. Uh, Maybe Iowa's running backs aren't great. I I cannot tell it by minimum of two dudes every time they get to the line of scrimmage or in the backfield. It's impossible to judge. Really, um, there's no space for them anywhere. It's bad. But no, Iowa Iowa hasn't been a good running team for a long time. They the idea that they're gonna control the line of scrimmage and eat up some first downs on the ground and chew clock and control it. But that, that hasn't been Iowa. They're too bad offensively to even do that. But yeah, so the, anyway. the Gophers play Colorado. They shut them out last year. And um, they might again. 
it's it's here. It's in Minneapolis this this year. Go the Colorado's 0-2, so they haven't won a game yet. I mean, yeah, it might be another shutout. I wouldn't be surprised. I think it's like a 30-point spread. Um, I mean, the Gophers right now, in terms of like statistics, have you know by far in the Big Ten the advantage in terms of points for points against. It's not I mean it's not even close. Uh, no, they literally have they've averaged the most yardage on ten offense points against and hundred points for yeah like I mean that's that's Michigan type numbers you know um, so we'll see I mean again like you keep saying I want to remind me over and over again they they play two bad teams and Colorado is no, another again, bad team I, I, to me I, I'm the looking big test at this will be early. Michigan State in two weeks so. Well, yeah, and I, I in the Big Ten West, you mentioned Illinois. To me, I, I'd be more worried about Purdue if Purdue can turn it into a shootout. Then that becomes their offense versus the Minnesota offense, and I, you know, I wouldn't trust Tanner Morgan in a shootout. But um, I know you beat Purdue last year, so if you're you're going on last year's results, but that was a close game. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's the Gophers should at least be in the driver's seat right now based on early returns. They don't again. They don't have any fatal, horrific flaw. They can move the ball and they can stop people from moving the ball. But but if you compare the East to the West, the East is so much better. Oh yeah. Well yeah. I mean, they're, I think they're Michigan, undefeated. Right? I don't think anybody in the East has lost a game yet. No, Michigan looks incredible. I mean, I you know if the Minnesota's playing Michigan in the Big Ten championship, I think you know Michigan would probably be two touchdown favorites. Sure. Ohio State's defense looks incredible. Their offense hasn't looked as great as maybe we thought it would, but their defense looks phenomenal. Michigan State has been clobbering folks, so we'll see. Um, yeah, Penn State. I mean, Penn State's got the win at Purdue, so they have a, a pretty nice win, and they play Auburn this up week. So I mean, let's uh, let's do it. Let's give our Big Ten West power ranking. We kind of hinted at it, but let's let's rank them out. Let's go one through seven. We're just going to do the Big Ten West. Oh, you have, do you have the Gophers at number one? Let's yeah, just go down. I think you have to, right? I have I have the Gophers at number one as well. So then, who do you have as number two? Oh boy, that this is true. I think Purdue. I think I'd put Purdue at number two right now. Oh my now. gosh, we are in lockstep. Number two for me as well. I mean, their one losses to you know two games was to Penn State, and Penn State looks like a pretty good team. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Number two. Who do you have for number three, Eric? Are we gonna stay in lockstep? Is is Iowa number three? You have Iowa's number three. <sighs> oh, I don't. All the rest of them are are. One and one, or Nebraska is one and two. Uh, Northwestern maybe at three. Oh, yeah, wow. I, Northwestern. I have Wisconsin at three. I mean, they lost to Washington State. It's not like they lost to some at home team. But yeah, but in a close one one score game, uh, Wisconsin's going to be able to run the ball. They're going to have a very good defense. I mean, it's it's just that Graham Mark okay. sucks. Okay, all right, That's yeah. But, okay, I, I'll I'll agree with you on this one. Then. Let's go Wisconsin there. So the number four. They, that's where it gets interesting. Um, no, I wouldn't put Iowa four. It's I have trouble telling between Northwestern and Illinois. Those would be four and five in some capacity. Okay. I'm not really sure. I'll go with Northwestern for now at four. Um, you could give it to me. It's Illinois. I, you know, they seem to be comparable. I don't know. I mean, Northwestern beat Nebraska, but then lost to Duke. Both close games. They seem okay, but probably not elite. So I'll, I guess I'll go Northwestern four and Illinois five. I, I would flip those, I guess, looking at it again. Okay, fair enough. We disagree. Here's our here's our disagreement. I convinced you on Wisconsin at three, but here we are. Um, 
And then, you know, who do you have for number six, Nebraska or Iowa? Well, Ooh. Nebraska just fired their coach. They're a disaster. They're six, as far as I'm concerned. I put Iowa ahead of them. I mean, it's dismal in Iowa, but they're still ahead. I put Iowa at six as well, but that's only mostly out of spite because I just want Nebraska to be in the bottom, and I despise them. And um, I'm not so so depressed that I can't put that I'm going to put Nebraska ahead of Iowa. So, yep. Um, all right. Fair enough. So we'll see how Northwestern Illinois. So let's uh, pick some games here. How, how do you think this is going to shake out? So, I mean, I, I think Iowa's going to beat Nevada. Are you predicting a, an upset? I mean, Nevada's 23-point underdogs. That's how bad Nevada is. What was the points? Br- uh, they didn't have one, I guess, for the for uh, the Jackrabbits. It was um, like 13. If you could find like 13 or 14, something like that was what it was um, for that game. And just, I, just you know, this is, this is how like... Vegas sees the game. Iowa's 23-point favorites. The over-under is 39. Okay, so, yeah, we, I guess I'll pick Iowa, although I would not be shocked if they lose this game. Like I said, when we did our early predictions, I I wouldn't be surprised if this turns into a disaster year where they lose, you know, six straight or something like that. But uh, okay. That's on the table, but I just don't think it's to Nevada. I just think Nevada okay. is so bad. All right, yeah, I'll, Iowa's I'll pick, silly schemes. I'll pick Iowa, um, too. Are we are we doing okay. just straight-up picks, or you, you want yeah, me to pick straight against up. the I, yeah, spread? I mean, we can, we can, no, let's just pick straight-up. I mean, I don't know. Um, we can do the spread, but I, to me, I think Iowa's going to like sit on a 17-point lead late, and maybe Nevada It'll be an ugly game, for oh, sure. Of course. It's going to be miserable. There's going to be times where Iowa can't move the ball. They're just going to have a couple of successful drives, is mostly what I'm predicting. I don't think it's going to be like the the gopher games that you had the last two weeks where it's like immediately not competitive. And I'm just like, all right, I'm turning this off. I, you know, I, I, I get it. The gophers are way better than this team that they're playing. Um, it's not going to be like that. It's going to be ugly. Yeah. I um, mean, if you look up, look down the schedule, Michigan, Nebraska is going to get clobbered by Oklahoma, uh, Northwestern, Southern Illinois. That's probably a win. Oh, I think it's a big win. Southern Illinois yeah. is 0 and 2. Uh, it's going to be one of those ones where, you know, Northwestern, Rocks them. Purdue at Syracuse. So yeah, Syracuse is actually favored on that one. And I, you know, I, yeah, I like Purdue. I, I might be more high on Purdue than uh, other folks. Um, but uh, you know, I, I like Purdue in that matchup. Indiana is probably going to beat Western Kentucky, although I mean, it's only six and a half point spread. But like, I mean, is any, any interest? I mean, like Rutgers seventeen and a half points over Temple. I'm not picking an upset there. Yeah, the, the, really, the Penn State Auburn game is, I think, the one that's really the one, only one to watch in terms of, you know, intrigue. Um, Penn State's ranked Auburn's not at this point, but but Penn State's only three point favorite. The game's in right. Auburn, Alabama, so it, it'll be a is close. That, is that Death be... Valley? Right? No, Death Valley's Clemson, no, right? Else. Yeah, it's called Jordan. I don't know if it has a nickname. Jordan Hare is the name of the stadium. I don't remember if it has some weird nickname, like between the hedges. Like that's what George's is. I I don't know. Um, no, that'll be a fun one to watch. Uh, I guess I'll pick Penn State. I'll, I don't know. Who knows? But I'm gonna pick Penn State. I'll pick um, Auburn. Oh, all right. There we go. We'll see who's right, SEC's, who's wrong. Yeah. So are the Gophers gonna cover that 27 and a half point yeah, spread against sure. Colorado? Yeah, sure. They'll win by 40. Oh wow. Okay. Interesting. Okay. It was, I think it was thirty nothing last year. The Gophers okay. are be- a better team this year than they were last year. Well, Colorado probably. Well, Colorado was pretty bad last year, but they're still pretty bad. So maybe they're equally as bad as last year. Um, the spreads yeah much bigger. Wisconsin's obviously going to clobber your New Mexico State Cowboys. 
Wisconsin's 37 point favorites. Um, Ohio State's going to smoke Toledo. And then the other one is, I do think is, is a Jerry little bit. Is Jerry Kill going to get a win? I don't know. Might not happen. Yeah, I mean that it's going to be. Yeah, maybe he wins two games. That's that's the ceiling for his Cowboys first year. And the other one I think is pretty interesting is Michigan State is in Seattle to play the Washington Huskies, and Washington's yeah. three and a half point favorites. That'll be an interesting um, game. That's gonna be like a sort of preview if you're, especially if you're Gopher fans, see what you have in store. Um, you know when they go to Seattle. Um, is so I'm just looking at Washington. Their quarterback, his name is Penix. Is he? The, is that the guy from Indiana? Correct. Yes, he transferred. Okay, that's right. Numbers are good so far. Forty-six yeah, for four 66. touchdowns last week. Yeah, six TDs. I'll I actually, remember coming into last year, he had a lot of hype as a. Oh yeah. Potential. And then he played terribly and got hurt, yeah, and got then he's killed like, by Iowa. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Um. Uh, long feels like a lifetime ago. Um. I'm gonna. You know what? I'm gonna pick. Uh, the Spartans going to get up. Well, it's not up to them. The Spartans are going to lose. They're they're not favored to win. I think Washington pulls out the victory. I'll pick Michigan State. Okay. All right. Is that superstitious? You don't want an angry Michigan State team <laughs> hungry for a win against your Gophers next week? No, I want I want them. They'll be probably, if they win this game, then, but would they jump up a couple spots? Maybe be top 10 ranked team. Gophers yeah, take down a top ranked team. Come in, then they'll come in as a top ranked team. That That's a better... Uh, outcome for me so i'll take okay. that fair enough all right and then i'll think maryland will will hold serve against smu maryland's only a two and a half point favorites against smu so that's we're rounding out the action um yeah gophers are having fun they're the only team in the big 10 west that's having any fun yeah right iowa now. fans come on board come over to the gopher bandwagon there's plenty of room in the boat let's throw it together can you get a different head coach than pj fleck <laughs> no Always. he's our guy although there was some steam about Nebraska. Apparently, he's been on some lists to jump over there. He said it's not a job that interests him. I don't know why he would do that. I mean, maybe money? Could they pay him another no, million? No, this happens. I think just agents do this. Anytime there's an opening, like PJ Flex agents, like, we got to put his name out for this. Like, he might leave so that he can get more money from the University of Minnesota. No, I, there's no We well, just signed a giant extension. It's not like they're going to renegotiate already. They might. I mean, if he's going to go to Nebraska and you want to keep him, you might need to pay him even more. I mean, look how good the Gophers are. I, I mean, I imagine defense. Nebraska would roll out, you know, the red carpet for him. They'd, they'd pay but, him as... But, but you're right. He wouldn't want the job. Why would he want why, the job? I, why would you take that job when you're in the same conference in a team you've turned into a better program? Why would you jump over to, a like, a shit show to try With to rebuild high, that? Higher expectations. Yeah. Um, and it's a, a worse much, job worse at this it point. Is. No, it's a yeah. It's definitely a, a a place where they expect you to win more quickly and more regularly than is probably feasible in 2022. Well, it'd be like if Minnesota expected championships because they had some, you know, 100 years ago or not 100, but 50 years ago. Like Nebraska was good. At this point, now we're we're rolling into three decades since they've been a powerful program. So yeah, the expectations are high and and. I mean, money would be the only reason. It's not like that's a better place. Lincoln's a better place to live than Minneapolis. I, no, uh, if, if he leaves, it's going to be for like a program. You're like, oh, that is a better yeah, program than the Minnesota. USC had me worried. Like, okay, I can see him doing that. that sure, that's a better job. Or he'll decide he wants to take Notre a crack Dame at NFL. is a better job. Yeah, sure. Jump to the jump to the NFL. Although like, he seems like a guy that likes the college level, so I don't think he's going to do that. But that's that would make more sense than going to Nebraska. No, I, everybody, any any coach that looks good. 
um, that's not super established gets considered like Urban Meyer. Might he go to Nebraska? Matt Campbell at Iowa State is Nebraska going to try to get it? I mean, whatever. I mean, the, the stuff's going to float out. Every coaching rumor is going to involve some guy at a program that is doing really well, but isn't historically a powerhouse. Brian Ferentz, maybe jump over and take over the head coach. Uh, I, I would be giddy. Um, I would be really giddy, but no, I don't think so. I mean, could I think, they get him? Could they who, get him? Who would honestly hire Brian Ferentz for much of anything these days? Like nobody's gonna, nobody would hire him as an offensive coordinator. No, he cannot get a what, job. We would give him a job as our podcast producer. He can edit our podcast for us. I think we could hire him for that. You think he could do that job well? Uh, does he have any editing skills? <laughs> Does he have no, any I mean, skills? Period. Uh, um, he's Except got a that great, his dad uh, is a head coach. He's got a great last name, just a first-rate last name. Real good. Um, I don't know. He might. Well, he be was good, a good offensive lineman, right? He yeah. was yeah, decent, and he, he played the NFL, with didn't he? For a while, yeah, and then he coached with Belichick, and maybe he's a really good tight end or offensive line coach. That's entirely possible, but he shouldn't be an offensive coordinator. Nobody, nobody in college football would hire him as an offensive coordinator. They're like, he would get laughed out of the building. It's just like even if he tried to go to like, I don't know, some smaller school, it wouldn't matter. Nobody's going to hire him. It's just hilarious. Well, you've seen this with like sons of coaches a lot where I remember uh, Bobby Knight for basketball when he he took a job with like the understanding that his son would take over. Tubby Smith, same thing. His kid had to be on his staff. And then those guys end up Richard Pitino is another example. Like they end up failing and then going to some really minor tiny school and then fail there too it's it never usually it never works out well no it didn't work situation. out for jay paterno at penn state right. um, for a lot of reasons um no you, you're not usually going to be a good coach because you've been coaching with your dad um if you're going to try to make it as a you know the son of a coach you need to like stay away from your dad's staff basically and just yeah show that you can do it somewhere get else. a job on your own merits maybe yeah, yeah yeah go work with other people like look i can do this don't worry about my last name i just know my stuff like yeah so I don't know. Yeah, we're and, in a weird and spot. talk about every every advantage in the world. All he has to do is just like not be bad at his well, job, and and he's failing it. Like it's it's so frustrating the privilege to just be like handed this million dollar job and failing constantly and and with no consequences. Yeah, and that's what what's frustrating is yeah, there's there, he, it doesn't matter how bad he does. We you're, you're told by Kirk, well, this is how we design the offense, and. It is Kirk's offense on some level. I mean, again, I don't think Brian has carte blanche to do what he wants. If he did, uh, he, I don't know what he, what why he's making a lot of the choices he's making. I think he's his hands are kind of tied. But I just brutal. wonder what their personal interactions are like when the two of them are alone. Like, do what do they do? They talk about how tragically bad this is going. Like, does yeah, that ever yeah, come I, up? I, I, he's see that's the thing Brian's got to be pissed about it the person whose name is directly attached to the offense he's got it so well, he point calls like, the plays right he, he literally does. calls the plays right but he doesn't have the freedom to change the blocking scheme he doesn't have the freedom to restructure the offense I don't think um, you know it's not like he can just instill we're going to run a shotgun yeah, spread but he, he can't can decide that this drive we're not running the ball we're passing it until True. we get a touchdown Sure. And just but, do just do that for a, a whole half. He could do that, right? I mean, Kirk might well, come down and be like, what I, the hell are you doing? Why are you passing? Yeah, can he? That's a good question. I don't know if he can. I don't know if Kirk's going to be like, you're done. I gave you a but job like, that to pays prove you a point. Wouldn't you, if you're him, wouldn't you want to prove a point point? just be like, listen, this is, this, is, this is the guy I can't bench. 
Like, let's show the world how terrible he really is. Yeah, I don't know. It's clear that he can't get Padilla in there. There's just no way he doesn't want a different person under center than Petrus. I mean, that's clear. That's Kirk's call. Everybody in that locker room doesn't want Petrus out there. I mean, they may not say that publicly, but... Yeah, it's something else. But hey, um, I know I'm mostly going to be watching is Iowa going to set the all-time low for offenses... Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye.